Welcome to the Folktale Project, this is Dan Charles. If you've been listening to the Folktale Project for any amount of time, you'll know that my favorite kind of tale is an origin tale. Something that tells about why we see a thing in the way that it is. My second favorite type of tale is this type. It's a historical tale, and... I love them because they tend to be super heavy in propaganda. And this story, the history of Whittington, also quite often known as Dick Whittington and his cat, is just that. It's a historical tale of Richard Whittington, future mayor of London. And absolutely none of it is true. This story will tell about a young boy who was, well, raised poor and had a cat. Whereas the real Richard Whittington was born into an immensely wealthy and ancient family. And as far as we know, never had a cat. But let's not let that take anything away from the story The History of Whittington, Part 1 Dick Whittington was a very little boy when his father and mother died, so little indeed that he never knew them, nor the place where he was born. He strolled about the country as ragged as a colt till he met with a wagoner who was going to London, and who gave him leave to walk all the way by the side of his wagon without paying anything for his passage. This pleased little Whittington very much, as he wanted to see London sadly, for he had heard that the streets were paved with gold, and he was willing to get a bushel of it. But how great was his disappointment, poor boy, when he saw the streets covered with dirt instead of gold, and found himself in a strange place, without a friend, without food, and without money. Though the wagoner was so charitable as to let him walk up by the side of the wagon for nothing, he took care not to know him when he came to town, and the poor boy was in a little time so cold and so hungry that he wished himself in a good kitchen and by a warm fire in the country. In this distress he asked charity of several people, and one of them bid him Go to work for an idle rogue. That I will, said Whittington, with all my heart. I will work for you if you will let me. The man, who thought this savoured of wit and impertinence, though the poor lad intended only to show his readiness to work, gave him a blow with a stick which broke his head so that the blood ran down. In this situation, and fainting for want of food, he laid himself down at the door of one Mr. Fitzwarren, a merchant, where the cook saw him, and, being an ill-natured hussy, ordered him to go about his business or she would scald him. At this time, Mr. Fitzwarren came from the exchange and began also to scold the poor boy, bidding him to go to work. Whittington answered that he should be glad to work if anybody would employ him, and that he should be able to if he could get some victuals to eat, for he had had nothing for three days, and he was a poor country boy, and knew nobody, and nobody would employ him. Then he endeavored to get up, 
but he was so very weak that he fell down again, which excited so much compassion in the merchant that he ordered the servants to take him in and give him some meat and drink, and let him help the cook to do any dirty work that she had set him about. People are too apt to reproach those who beg with being idle, but give themselves to concern to put them in the way of getting business to do, or considering whether they are able to do it, which is not charity. But we return to Whittington, who would have lived happily in this worthy family had he not been bumped about by the cross cook, who must be always roasting or basting, and when the spit was idle, employed her hands upon poor Whittington. At last, Miss Alice, his master's daughter, was informed of it, and then she took compassion on the poor boy and made the servants treat him kindly. Besides the crossness of the cook, Whittington had found another difficulty to get over before he could be happy. He had, by order of his master, a flock-bed placed for him in a garret, where there was a number of rats and mice that often ran over the poor boy's nose and disturbed him in his sleep. After some time, however, a gentleman who came to his master's house gave Whittington a penny for brushing his shoes. This he put into his pocket, being determined to lay it out to best advantage, and the next day, Seeing a woman in the street with a cat under her arm, he ran up to know the price of it. The woman, as the cat was a good mouser, asked a deal of money for it. But on Whittington's telling her that he had a penny in the world, and that he wanted a cat sadly, she let him have it. This cat Whittington concealed in the garret, for fear she would be beat about by his mortal enemy, the cook. And here... She soon killed or frightened away the rats and mice, so that the poor boy could now sleep as sound as a top. And that is part one of the history of Whittington, a story that we will tell over the next week or so. And, but we're about to really get into it, aren't we? We can sense that young Whittington is about to embark on adventure. This is Dan Scholes for the Folktale Project. Don't forget that you can subscribe to the podcast on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Google Play, Overcast, anywhere you'd like to get your podcasts. You can follow us on Threads or Instagram at Folktale Project. You can find us and listen to us anywhere you'd like to get your podcasts. And if you'd like to leave us a five-star review wherever you'd like to listen, or if you want to support the podcast, then head over to patreon.com slash folktaleproject. I'd appreciate it. As always, thank you so much for listening.